everybody be cool. You be cool. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Is this a dream? Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. I thought not. If it were, they'd be wrong. Come with me if you want to live. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the BBFC podcast. I'm Catherine and in this short episode I'm joined by film examiner Karen and we're going to discuss the 1967 film Bedazzled. Um, Now this is our first public request for a film to be featured on the podcast and it comes from Stephen Shander. And he wrote to us and he said, I'd like to suggest Stanley Donan's Bedazzled as a film to examine regarding changing classifications over the years, from its original A classification on release in 1967 to PG in the 1980s and to its current 12 rating. I was wondering what factors went into these changes in the rating of the film. Stanley Donan's Bedazzled is one of my favourite films, in addition to the 1960s hip setting added to the droll comedy of Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. The film is actually somewhat knowledgeable about the theological subject of the Faustian bargain at the centre of the story. More than this, though, Bedazzled was always the last film shown by the DOC Film Society at the end of the academic year when I was a student at the University of Chicago in the early 1980s, so there's some nostalgia there for me as well. So, Karen, what is Bedazzled about? And um, what did the board think when they first saw the film? Well, Bedazzled comes from the director Stanley Donan, as you mentioned. Um, and by the time he made Bedazzled, he had actually had quite a big back catalogue of um, Hollywood features, including some of the really famous uh, musicals, such as uh, On the Town, uh, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and my favourite of all time, uh, Singing in the Rain. But in the 60s, he turned to making comedies. And in 1967, he worked with Peter Cook and Dudley Moore on Bedazzled. And it's the story of um, Dudley Moore as Stanley, who's a humble fry cook in a London burger bar who makes a Faustian pact with, uh, with uh, Peter Cook's devil, in which he exchanges his soul for the chance to, to woo the love of his life, who's a waitress in this burger bar as well. Um, and finding out what the board thought of Bedazzled is a bit difficult because sadly it's one of those films for which we uh, we don't have any of the original examiner reports anymore. So we have to look elsewhere in the files uh, for evidence of what the board's attitude was. Um, and luckily those files actually hold um, letters and some notes of telephone conversations uh, between John Trevelyan, who was the BBFC director at the time, and the film's uh, original distributors. And these letters, the first one at least, suggests that the film did pose what Trevelyan calls a policy problem for the board, although that original letter remains pretty vague about exactly what that problem is. Uh, but I did mention those uh, the notes on the telephone conversations that Trevelyan had, and those do throw a bit more light on what was the issue. In, in one of these, um, Trevelyan says that he told the, direct, the distributor that the board had some concern about people with strong religious feelings being offended by some things in the film. Now, uh, back in 1967, blasphemy and blasphemous libel were still common law offences, so it's perhaps not that surprising that the board had some concerns about the film's content, given that the negotiations with the devil are actually at the heart of the film. But uh, Donan, Stanley Donan, was very quick to defend the film against any charges of blasphemy, and he told Trevelyan that a lot of the dialogue in the film between Stanley and the devil uh, was actually based on a book called Mere Christianity, 
which um, C.S. Lewis, who's best known for writing the uh, the Chronicles of Narnia books, um, C.S. Lewis had written this in 1952. And um, in that book, Lewis points out a lot of similarities between several different religions. And he argues that, um, that moral law is at the heart of Christianity. And, and Donan really used that to defend the film because he said he went, he later went on to write that he used the book as the basis of the whole picture because I wanted it so that any Christian saw bedazzled, he could be outraged, but he could not fault it. Um, and Donan also said in that same telephone conversation to, to John Trevelyan um, that he'd shown the finished version of, of the film of Bedazzled to um, a couple of um, a religious men, um, the rector of St Mary Le Beau Church in London and the then Archdeacon of Westminster, and he said that they had both enjoyed the film. Um, at that point, Trevelyan told uh, Donan that the board would still have to make up its own mind about the film, uh, but he did decide to speak to the rector um, of St Mary Le Beau Church himself. Uh, and again, we still have some of the uh, notes on the telephone conversation that took place. Uh, and these actually record that the rector did feel, feel that the film's both enjoyable and acceptable, um, although he recognised that it might give offence to some people. He did seem uh, quite happy to defend the film, though, and he said, uh, I'm quoting this, he said it stated a kind of revolt, honestly and with wit. So he obviously found it quite humorous as well, enjoyed some of the uh, the Moore and Cook banter. And he actually felt overall that it would be could be quite helpful to the church uh, because he said, uh, he said, we're a bit muddled about the devil and this might help us clear our minds. Um, so there was positivity there. He enjoyed the film. But he also did seem a little bit concerned that maybe it might not be suitable to show it bedazzled to children at the time. Although it's interesting that we've also got some later notes that he actually phoned the board back again um, a, a little bit later. And he said he really didn't think the film was blasphemous at all. And he actually felt now that maybe rating it X, which at the time would have meant restricting it to those who are over 16, would be actually be a bit of a pity. Unfortunately, it's at that point that our notes on the process behind the board's decision on Bedazzled actually run out for 1967. But I think we can assume maybe that the uh, the views of the rector and the archdeacon and the things that uh, Stanley Donan had had to say held some sway because the film at that point was then classified at A in October that year. And there's an interesting um, additional little note on the records, just a little scribbled note at the side of a page, which actually seems to indicate that maybe the opening of the film had changed slightly from the very first version that the board had seen, because it, it says that the, uh, the inclusion of the Apostles' Creed and the Lord's Prayer, which originally appeared right at the beginning of the film, um, had now been admitted. And we don't know if that was just a, an, an editorial decision made by, by Stanley Donan at the time or, or it had some impact on the classification. We actually have to then jump about 21 years uh, ahead for the film to be considered again by the board because it, it came back in in um, 1988 when uh, the company wanted a, a video release. And I think by then the views of both the majority of, of the viewing public and the board on what could be considered blasphemous had moved on a lot. And one of the examiners who saw it in 1988 actually said that he felt it was amazing that the 1967 release had been subject to such scrutiny about the, uh, the issue of blasphemy. And actually the examiners then felt the morality of the film was impeccable. Um, because although the devil might have all the best tunes and actually uh, repeatedly manages to trick and torment poor old gullible Stanley, um, actually at the end of the film, sorry, a bit of spoilers here, but uh, it's the devil himself who is ultimately rejected by both Stanley and by God. So by 1988, um, 
the examiners um, felt they made a little comment that there was uh, if there was such a thing as a Richter scale of uh, morality and man- manners issues with the the notorious Life of Brian from the uh, Monty Python crew, uh, which was released in 1979, right at the top end of that Richter scale, then Bedazzled would probably be right at the bottom end. And by 1988 as well, the uh, the A category was now defunct. Um, and uh, the examiners felt this could now be replaced with the PG, uh, Parental Guidance category, uh, which would cover the film's uh, occasional moments of a bit of sexual innuendo, which includes some images of the rather scantily clad uh, Raquel Welsh offering Stanley her buttered buns and a few other carry-on moments of uh, sexual humour. But then we can move into the, the current classification uh, for Bedazzles, which uh, Stephen mentioned in his original uh, email is now to 12 that was upgraded from the uh, from the PG uh, in 2005, and by then all concerns about the possibly blasphemous content um, had completely faded away. And in fact, it was only about three years later, in 2008, that the common law offences of blasphemy and blasphemous libel were completely abolished um, as part of the Criminal Justice and Immigration Act. So it wasn't blasphemy or even the sexual innuendo that I mentioned a bit earlier that moved Bedassled to a 12 uh, on video in 2005. It was instead concerns about a particular scene early on in the film in which the beleaguered and depressed Stanley, who is yet to start doing his deal with the devil at this point, he actually decides to, uh, to put an end to his life by hanging himself. And the BBFC guidelines at the time stated that there should be no uh, detail of potentially dangerous behaviour which children are likely to copy and at, at PG. And our guidelines today have also added that um, it's a potential problem if that behaviour is presented as safe or fun. And in 2005, the examiner was concerned that Stanley's attempt to hang himself was kind of treated as a bit of a joke and there was no signs of any real emotional distress um, and that Stanley is actually only saved by, by a twist of fate as the pipe onto which he's tied his noose actually breaks. So this uh, possibly presents a potentially lethal fatal act as something that's both comic and easy to survive. So um, nearly 50 years after Bedazzled was originally released, it's actually the protection of children from harm rather than potential for religious offence that has affected the classification of um, Stanley's deal with the devil and now places it out there on video at uh, at the 12. Well, thank you, Karen. That's a really interesting overview of the issues of the film in Bedazzled. And like you say, it's funny how what brought it to 12 in the end wasn't any of the issues originally considered by the first um, submission of the film to the BBFC back in the 60s. And hopefully that answers Stephen's question and takes him back to his university days a bit as well. Now, if there's a film you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, be it an old favourite or one with a really specific classification issue, you can email us on podcast at bbfc.co.uk or use the feedback form on the podcast page of the website. That's all for this episode of the podcast. Make sure to join us next time and to take a look at some of the previous episodes available on our website.